so I repeated many times during this course that uh, uh, the idea of analyzing uh, the evolution of law in Europe without considering religion was wrong. But now, if we consider the 18th century, we must take into account that during the Enlightenment, actually, philosophers criticizes very deeply every kind of religion and claimed for this expulsion of a religious dimension from every form of political entity. So religion told a philosopher like Voltaire, to make an example, religion must not affect the form of state. This is connected in some sense with what uh, is called the Theodicea, Theodikia. So the judgment of uh, the descriptions of God which have been proposed to Europe by Christian religion. And it happened because of uh, a particular happening that took place in 1751, and it is the great, enormous, tragic earthquake of Lisbon. In 1751, a terrible earthquake destroyed completely the capital of Portugal, and it happened in a day in which Lisbon was celebrating the saint protector of the city, all the people in Lisbon was uh, visiting churches and lighting candles so that the earthquake destroyed churches, killing thousands of people which were actually praying in the churches, and the candles set fire to the whole city. So after this, Voltaire asked to God, are you really existing? How can you do something in a day like this? and killing so many people for which were actually worshipping you in churches. So this has sparkled a very large criticism to the religion, which was labelled since then as superstition. So this changed pretty much in the attitude also of philosophers and also of political thinkers and legal thinkers. So the rights of the individual were not conceivable anymore as something which was given to the man by God or by the power, because they have to be considered as enrooted in the very person by nature itself. So every individual has proper and uh, permanent rights. So everyone has the right to understand reality without any help, and everyone must have the right of expressing his opinions. So the new idea of law is that the same nature that justifies individual rights justifies also the establishment of legal institutions which have to be made for the sake of community and not just for obeying to any kind of superior divine will. This also brings to the idea that every power which wants to impose 
a legal organization or particular duties which are not justified by nature is or can be considered as illegal, tyrannical. And being tyrannical can be overturned by the people itself. Okay? So this is a very European development that we must consider by considering uh, the happenings in America in uh, the late 18th century. Second point is connections with uh, Britain, with the common law of England. Traditional historiography considered that uh, the common law applied also in the colonies, and that uh, the preparing of the American Revolution was a kind of a repetition of what happened in England at the beginning of the 17th century, when the perception of the common law as a national custom of England fueled the revolution of the parliament and of the common lawyers against the king who wanted to control every aspect of the legal life of the country. So, this traditional idea of the connection between England and America and uh, the use of common law as a propellant for the revolution has been challenged by recent historiography, underlining that actually the American society was very much composed and that different European legal traditions lived easily together in the colonies. So that we cannot say that uh, Americans were so similar to the Britons of the beginning of the uh, 17th century. This is also clear because both Edward Coke and Blackstone, uh, the first at the beginning of the 17th century and the second in the middle of 18th century, maintained that uh, the common law was in force only in England, and that uh, it applied to every subject of the English crown, independently of uh, the country in which he was living. So, in this sense, the idea is that common law applied it in England, but also that uh, the subject of the English crown could ask for application of the principles of common law. This is uh, clear in the case, uh, in the Calvin case, uh, of which we have told something in previous lectures, uh, which was judged by Edward Coke and uh, obliged the English king to respect the rights of uh, his subjects also when they were living outside of the British territories. This idea ended up in an increasing interest of the colonies for the common law. So, basically, the common law was not simply in force in America, but actually, historically, it was more and more observed by American colonists.